Welcome to the Coming Home Well podcast, the show that educates, supports, and advocates for the veteran community. Your host, Dr. Tyler Piron, U.S. Army retired, will bring you exciting conversations with amazing guests about resources, research, and military history, all geared to helping our warriors to come home well. Here's your host, Dr. Tyler Piron. Welcome back to Coming Home Well. I'm your host, Tyler Piron. And today we're going to talk about art. Well, not me doing art, because anybody that knows me, that's not how it rolls. We're going to talk about how to do your own art as a veteran. And there's a great organization, the Armed Services Art Partnership, Arts Partnership, ASAP. You have to say it twice, ASAP, ASAP.org. That's how you get to the website. But we have Josh Walker, who's the communications director at the Armed Services Arts Partnership, that come tell us all about the great programs that they have. Welcome to the show, Josh. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us, what is the Armed Services Arts Partnership? Well, the Armed Services Arts Partnership is a nonprofit that was originally kind of founded in the D.C. location and we have uh, since then expanded nationwide to the point where we are essentially coast to coast and everywhere in between with uh, virtual programming. We were founded in 2015. In 2014, our original founder, Sam Pressler, had this concept of this idea to create a, like a supportive community where veterans and military families could build skills and connect with that community and gain resiliency and self-confidence. He was researching uh, for a class project and came across some research that had shown the the effects of humor and comedy and and you know laughter and and the positive benefits that, that can impart on a person and coupled with the uh, the rate of PTSD and trauma among the veteran population he thought well what if we we were to couple the two veterans and military families and the arts. And so that was kind of the genesis of ASAP. And uh, yeah, since then we've grown pretty considerably and scaled to the point, like I said, we're accessible from any part of the country now. I always think of uh, my military humor and those uh, that I served with as being exceptionally dark and sometimes a little bit on the edge, uh, trying to make that for a broader audience is sometimes a challenge mm -hmm. uh, where, sure. you know, the things that the, the grave humor, dark humor, but there is certainly a catharsis in sort of getting that out and sharing your story, even if it's kind of a humorous one or, or developing a way to communicate that with broader audiences. So how do you help veterans? do that? Yeah, that's a great question. And so what we did when we, we were launched a few years back, the flagship program or the flagship class was our comedy boot camp. And that is that's teaching veterans uh, and, and military families. And I also want to just make a quick note too. You know, when we refer to veterans of the veteran community at ASAP, that includes veterans post-military service, as well as active duty, spouses and family members, and caregivers for veterans and military families. So we started with comedy because it's an accessible skill and art form that anybody can learn and practice, and you don't need special equipment or a special location. So Comedy Bootcamp was the, the original kind of programming, and we bring in expert instructors, professional comedians, many of them veterans themselves who have served. And through the course of seven to eight weeks, they learn how to structure jokes, how to pull jokes and develop material from their own life that's relevant. And that's where some of 
the growth and the reflection and the self-confidence start to become realized. So they go through the class and at the end of it, one of the kind of culminating experiences is, is a public performance and where the, the veteran actually gets up on stage in front of a live audience and they do their set. And so that was the original kind of launching programming that we started with. And, and now we offer comedy, you know, stand-up comedy, storytelling. We've got a program called Operation Improv, where we have expert instructors teaching improv and, and thinking on the fly and reacting and, and being a part of a cohesive unit on that stage to deliver uh, material that's literally developed out of thin air. And so that helped participants really beyond just beyond the skill set that they're learning, we've had incredible testimonies and, and feedback from participants who say these, whether it's the comedy class or improv or any of the others, and I'll get to those in a little bit, they're developing these skills that kind of transcend the stage or the classroom. And it's improving their relationships at home, in the workplace, helping them maybe deal or process with some stuff in their life that they've not confronted before. And then regardless of how people are approaching it, Again, they're connecting with the veteran community that they might have felt like they lost when they left the military. And some I of the other tribe so, is so important. Absolutely. Know, and we talk about that a lot. And, and finding your tribe, whether it's in comedy or or improv, I could totally see where you're now in a, this cohesive group. But you're also learning communication skills that maybe you have a trophy over time. Exactly. And it, it might be one of those skills or hobbies or interest. You might not have had the confidence to, to approach because it's not in your wheelhouse. And we also offer acting for theater and, and stage, a film, creative writing, drawing, fundamentals of drawing, and then just a huge assortment of workshops. Underwater basket weaving is like is just one we, we, we like to throw out there, but glass blowing and just any really any kind of creative art form, whether it's spoken word, it's we've had people perform music, comedy writing, and it spans everything from humor and comedy to the very serious stuff and poetry. But again, like you mentioned, the humor, kind of the culture of humor and maybe dark humor in the military, it's a way that some people use to cope with, with stressful situations. But I refer to it as uh, almost like a subset language where it might not make sense to some people, but if you've been in the military or in a military community or, or family, you've seen it, you've experienced it, and you've probably uh, experienced the benefits as well. So what we do is we capture that and we bottle it, so to speak, and help build that community again, what we call the ASAP village. Now, you guys are all the way across the country. I mean, you have stuff out in the West Coast, the Midwest, East Coast. Pretty much if you're in the United States, you have it, but also COVID has changed things. So you guys have a lot of things that are available, even if you're in the hinterlands of Nowhereville, uh, you mm -hmm. can go participate. How does somebody get involved? Yeah, if you're a veteran question. or in the veteran world and you want to go yep. learn how to do comedy or learn how to write or glass blowing, how do they reach mm -hmm. out? So you can visit the website, asapasap.org. You can also find us on social media, uh, everything from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. And if you just want to shoot us an email, hello at asapasap.org, and, and we'll get that. So there's a lot of different things that you do. Sometimes you have meet and greets or Easter's. What are those? Yeah, so we've got we've got the like the primary classes that might span a month or two of, of classes, but then we've also got uh, ways for people to to jump in and test the waters, and we call those our workshops. 
they might be a two or three hour workshop or a two day weekend workshop, but it's a lower time commitment. So how many folks have you guys uh, been participating with jumping in? Yeah. So for a little context, what we, when we were founded, we, we started in the DC area. We had Hampton Roads and Alexandria. And for all intents and purposes, it was a regional kind of nonprofit serving the veteran community in that area in person. We always had plans to scale and then COVID hit and every organization on the planet suffered through that. What we discovered, though, was as much of a a hindrance and just a terrible situation as it was, as it is for that matter, from our ability to reach other veterans, we saw the opportunity to go virtual and it was one of those pivot points in, in our scaling of the organization that the timing, the timing worked. It was certainly a bit of a scramble here and there because it wasn't necessarily a planned pivot. But what we more, saw was... More of a push than a pivot. Yeah, more of a push. Yeah. So we went virtual. And then while we lost some of the in-person events and connection temporarily... We were able to reach veterans. I think to, to date, we've had participants in 48 of the 50 states. And so that right there is just a testament to the organization's leadership that even when times got really, really scary in terms of operations and our executive director, Brian Jenkins, and the board and leadership took advantage of the opportunity to go virtual and reach more veterans. And so we've had over 1,500 veterans serve to date. And like, Going virtual last year has essentially just helped us put the pedal to the metal and and really double down on what we're doing. And so now we're back to in-person events and classes and performances. And we've also continued to offer and expand our virtual online offerings as well. Now, that's absolutely fantastic because it is it's really hard to change what you've been doing. And all of a sudden, oh, gosh, what we've been doing isn't working because I can't do these things in person. But there's a lot of veterans all over the country and being able to jump in and to be a part of a community. If you live in the major metro areas like D.C. or Atlanta or Chicago, that's one thing. But if you're in the rural Virginia or middle of nowhere, North Carolina, and you want to be a comedian, that would be really hard to drive up to D.C. and be part of that. So that's actually probably a really good thing. And it seems like it really has been successful for you. So how do you find these comedians and, and other people that are artists to support these uh, programs? So we, we've got a couple of different initiatives or methods for getting the word out for attracting and recruiting participants and instructors. And we use social media to communicate with, with the audience, with the veteran community and supporters. And, and what we've seen, though, is when a veteran or, or a military family member comes through one of the programs, there's more than a 90% chance that they're going to take another course or another workshop. And many of our participants have continued to elevate their level of involvement to the point where they become instructors themselves. And that has an organic word of mouth component to it. And, and so we start to see the this, this scaling effect or this force multiplier effect where one veteran who might have felt like, okay, I'm going to try out this comedy boot camp thing and maybe it'll help me fill my Saturday nights for the next seven weeks. Fast forward a couple of years and they're a full-blown comedy boot camp instructor and, and they're performing they're, and they're teaching other veterans. And uh, so, yeah, we use advertising, social media and word of mouth and then just networking and partnering with other organizations that have similar or parallel missions. Yeah, that snowball effect can be quite amazing. 
I was looking through, you have uh, something called the Artist Council, and you have some really funny people that are participating and the professional comedian, professional writers and poets. And it's quite an impressive cadre of folks. If you're interested in learning how to be a, a poet or work on your writing or what have you, then that's quite impressive. So what mm-hmm. other areas are you guys branching into? You've got the classes that you mentioned, but mm-hmm. I didn't see glass blowing, and, and I would love yeah. to learn how to do glass blowing or metallurgy or some of those things. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the really neat components that we've developed in our outreach and in our programming is leveraging like community resources. And what I mean by that is if you've got, say, uh, an artist gallery or or some sort of art community in your community, we partner with those organizations and all of our instructors that are uh, under the ASAP umbrella go through an ASAP curriculum for, for the teaching and instructing uh, portion so that we have consistency, regardless if it's online or if it's in a random community somewhere in the Midwest. Um, when you participate in any of the events, you're going to have a very uh, consistent, high quality experience. And so that's that quality of maintaining that quality is very important in what we do because that, you know, if we don't deliver high quality instruction in a fun, engaging format, then we've missed the mark completely. And so when we look at like workshops, some of these one off of the uh, art forms, for instance, we might have whether it's a participant or an instructor who has their own hobby or their own passion and their own resources. We partner with them. We develop a workshop. Uh, again, they go through the training and then we put that out to the community. And the workshops are often local to that community. They're usually in person, which is great for those local veterans and participants. As an example of the I guess the, I'm trying to think of the word here, the, not incentive, but like the drive and the passion and the willingness to serve the veteran community uh, among our ASAP Village members, our veterans and family members. We we just recently had a really uh, high impact and incredibly meaningful workshop in the DC area just a few weeks ago. So like you're fr- probably familiar with the Afghanistan withdrawal and evacuation and Very just the... So. The unfortunately. chaos, unfortunately, yeah, just the chaos that was involved in that and the uncertainty. And and we've got thousands of Afghan partment allies relocating to the United States. And one of our one of our alumni actually said, I'd love to do something to help help that community of, of Afghan families uh, that have relocated. And she is just an incredible quilter. And so she organized through ASAP, she organized an intro to quilt design workshop and it was a one day event on a Saturday and the participants learned how to design and then they actually made the quilts and then those quilts will be distributed to uh, Afghan families in the United States. And so it's so, so, I mean, yeah, it's just like, it's as a veteran myself, it gives me chills to think that we've got veterans and military service members using their own time, their own hands and their heart really to create something to give to these Afghan families who have literally lost everything and and left everything behind. And so that's just like one small example of the creativity and the drive and and the purpose that's behind the things that our our veterans in in the ASAP village do. When you said that 90% after they take one workshop or one class, they, the 90% do more. I think that is probably the most important statistic. 
because it's not, oh, this is okay, or that kind of sucked, but you know, I, I finished. Yeah. It's, oh, that was awesome. I'm going to do it again. I want something, another part of it. And yep. so I think that is, that is probably the best testimony uh, to what great things you're doing and, and the outreach and the impact. Because nobody wants to do something they don't enjoy doing on their own time. No. Now, that's what jobs are for. Uh, you know, that's a, <laughs> yep. those things. So if people are interested, is there any cost for veterans in the uh, community to participate? There's absolutely zero cost. And that is something that's very intentional on our part. We offer all of our classes and workshops and, and instruction at no cost to veterans, military service members, their families, and uh, veteran caregivers. So if you're associated at all with the military, pretty much, you're included. How, if I want to go get involved, how do I do that? Yep. The easiest way is go to ASAP, ASAP.org. And you, you'll see the menu on the website where you can look through the classes and each class you can click on apply or learn more. And you can also sign up for our email list to stay up to date on like local events happening in your area or virtual events. And if somebody wanted to volunteer, they're an artist or something else, they just go to the website as well. Yep. Yep. You can contact us through the website or send us an email directly at hello at ASAP, ASAP.org. We've been talking with Josh Walker with the Armed Services Arts Partnership, telling us all about these fantastic opportunities. They're available everywhere now, all the way across the country. Virtualization has changed things so much. Josh, thank you so much for joining us on Coming Home Well. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, folks, Tyler here at Coming Home Well. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, BetterHelp, for sponsoring our podcast. As a veteran-related podcast, we cover a lot of topics and really difficult issues that our service members face when they return home from war. BetterHelp.com is one of the leaders in online counseling and will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. But what it is, is professional therapy done securely online. If you go to BetterHelp.com slash ComingHomeWell, you'll be automatically put in for a discount code of 10% off your first month of therapy, which is a good deal. If you don't see the 10% off automatically, just put in the discount code ComingHomeWell, all one word, as this also gets you your 10% off. If you're experiencing financial hardships, let them know. There is financial aid available in the form of an extra discount. They're great at what they do, and what they do is help us veterans to come home well. Thanks for joining us this week on Coming Home Well with Dr. Tyler Pieron. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Follow us on Instagram at comminghomewell underscore BTS or on Twitter at comminghomewell. Thanks again. And until all are home and all are well, this is Coming Home Well. Coming Home Well.